Thank you so much for taking the time to download our podcast. This is Manage Your Money God's Way. We're from Compass Catholic Ministries, and we're dedicated to helping you discover smarter ways to manage your money, whether you're in debt or free of debt. We have the resources to help you reach your financial goals and to live with a sense of joy and contentment. Learn more how we can help you by checking out our website. That's compasscatholic.org. My name is Steve Holbrook, and as always, I am joined by the co-founders of Compass Catholic Ministries, John and Evelyn Bean. Today's topic is, we want to show you smart ways to stay on top of your credit. And there are two parts to how credit companies monitor your credit. And there is a difference between your credit score and your credit report. So, John, let's first get into the contents of a credit report. Well, a credit report takes account of all your personal information, all the addresses where you've lived, sometimes addresses where you haven't lived. That happened to us. Uh, Your aliases. uh, If you spell your name funny, like I spell my name with no H, it's J-O-N, and I've got J-O-H-N and J-O-H-N-H. You know, it's just (laughs) all over the place. They have all your credit cards and store cards, the mortgages you've had, and they go back for seven or eight of them. Uh, car loans, all the other loans you might have had. The important thing is how you paid those loans. If you were on time, if you were late, if you're delinquent, it knows uh, what accounts are open and what accounts are closed, supposedly. And it also knows your work history. So there's three credit bureaus that um, are the main ones. That's Equifax, TransUnion, and Experience. And you can go to a website called annualcreditreport.com where you can get a free credit report. And you're entitled to one free credit report within a 12-month period from each of these three credit bureaus. So it would be good to get a copy from each of them on a four-month cycle so that you can stay on top of your credit report. Yeah, absolutely. And if you haven't looked at your credit report in a long time, Uh, There's no better time than right now to go get one and look at it because I'm sure that you're going to find some mistakes unless you have done a thorough job of trying to clean up the mistakes sometime in the past. The other thing is that any errors that are on your credit report, you know, you can contest those and you can get them corrected. Sometimes it takes a while and you should do that. Under the uh, Fair Credit Reporting Act, they have 45 days to get back to you, the credit bureaus, of anything that you contest. Is it as simple as making a phone call to say there's an error on my credit? I didn't, I don't owe that bill? Um, Or do you have to prove something? Each of the three credit bureaus has a process to go through. And it's written, and that can be emails, okay? okay, or you fill out a form on their website. So it's not a phone call, typically, at least not the first on the first go round. And then you can hopefully get things corrected. But I mean, there's stupid things like uh, on ours, it had totally correct address, but it had the wrong county. And, um, or I noticed sometimes it had the wrong city because it would be um, Charlotte instead of Matthews, North Carolina. Yeah. And I tried to get those corrected, but they told me it was from a public record document. And they couldn't correct a public record document that they could correct anything that they controlled, but they couldn't correct a public record document, which I don't know, may have been a voter 
uh, you know, a voter registration or driver's license. I don't know what it yeah. was, but no. I couldn't get it correct. Yeah, we have that same situation because we our house is literally on the border between one town and another. So, it is. Yeah, so the legal address is Castleberry. Really? So you're in Castleberry and we're in Winter Springs? No, next door is Castleberry. <laughs> the dividing line is right outside. Oh, that's interesting. Right I never outside. knew that. Yeah. I didn't realize I was going to a different city when I passed your house. Yeah, we're global. <laughs> <laughs> So in a, the, what we were talking about is the normal standard process, but there's a recent change based on the CARES Act, which means you can now get your credit report every week for free. Wow. Wow. That's really? I'm you didn't not know sure that? I really want to do that, but um, <laughs> if you get it for free each week for the next year, and that's to help you be able to protect your score if you've got financial hardship caused by the pandemic. And if you're working with lenders on payment accommodations, it's important that you are aware that all of your creditors have, that you have a clear picture of your before and after the pandemic picture of your credit report, because otherwise you don't know if there's errors that occurred during this whole mess that we're in. That's a good idea. So it's important to review your credit report for errors. Like Evelyn said, you should get yourself on a four-month cycle so you get one from each of the credit bureaus. And just because you have corrected one credit bureau's report doesn't mean the other two are going to pick it up and change their report. So you have to do this with each of the three credit bureau companies. I think that's uh, an important thing to remember. Well, they all might have different errors, do you yes, think? Yes, yes. So depending on I've where... I've seen it on ours. So depending on where they get their information. Yes. So best practice would be put a reminder in your calendar. Yeah. So it just yeah. pops up every quarter. You know, you could pull one the 1st of uh, January and then the 1st uh, of April and then the 1st of October. Yeah, or, New Year, yeah. Easter, yeah. But there's also a lot of banks or credit card companies that'll give you free credit report or identity protection companies. Right. You know, like Identity Guard or LifeLock or places like that will give you access to that stuff for free. And they'll give you the scores, too. With the credit bureaus, you you have to pay to get the score. You know, we're signed up to, because of uh, breaches in the credit report or the credit company's data and stuff like that, we're signed up for about three or four different credit reporting things for free and it's amazing how different their their numbers are yes yeah you know <laughs> notice that i i got a notice the other day that said that my credit report number my credit score was like 15 or 20 points higher than anything i've seen in the last two years it's because you've been locked up in the house and you hadn't been going out in a couple of months. <laughs> so, John, what seems like a good time to segue into credit scores? Well, the credit score is a three-digit number that encompasses everything on your credit report. So, uh, as we mentioned, these are uh, available from the credit bureaus for a fee, about $10 typically because the FTC sets what the fees that they they can charge but like we've been talking about you can get it through your bank or your credit cards or you know any number of ways you can get that number and you don't have to pay for it so i i wouldn't waste money paying uh, paying for a credit score when there's so many different ways to to find it there's about five different ratings of of the credit scores exceptional is 800 
to 850. And very good is 740 to 799. And good, so that's just kind of average, 670 to 739. Fair is 580 to 669. And poor is anything 579 or lower. You know, as you can expect, your credit score is really important when you're thinking about future success, from borrowing money, getting a job, renting an apartment, you know, all those kinds of things, people look to see what your payment history is and are you going to be able to pay them back? Well, and that's another piece that's important to look at. What the accounts are that they show they're open, if they're paid on time, if there has been a... Um delinquent payment, you know, if they're reporting stuff that's delinquent and you paid the payment on time, then it's time to jump in there and get that stuff corrected. I think that uh, about 30% of the time when you pull up your credit report, you're going to find mistakes, including accounts that have been closed that you closed because maybe you paid the car loan off or, you know, whatever it was, uh, you know, you closed the account. Um, you're going to find mistakes. So it really is a good thing to to look and, and check and make sure you've got things correct. So if I have a low credit score and I want to make it higher, what can I do? What impacts it? Well, let me start off by saying being unemployed does not impact your credit score. But if you're missing payments or you're making the payments late, whether you're working or not, that does affect your credit score. Um, but if you're in a hardship program and you had to, uh, you know, actively apply for that, um, then, uh, you know, those kinds of things are not going to count against you. Um, but you got to understand what each uh, lender, creditor, how they're going to apply those kinds of things because everybody is different. Every credit card is different. Every loan is different. Your mortgage is different. Your, you know, if you're paying rent on an apartment, that's going to be different. You know, all those things, they have their own processes, their own procedures, and uh, they're different. And you got to make sure you know what they are. So true, John. You've got to stay on top of your credit report and your credit score. I know it's not top of mind, but putting reminders in your calendar and get into a new habit of doing that every quarter. There may be some issues that you're not aware of and getting them taken care of will increase that credit score. This is Manage Your Money God's Way. We are from Compass Catholic Ministries. Learn how we can help you manage your finances by going to compasscatholic.org. On the website, you'll find a number of free financial resources that you can take advantage of. There are free spreadsheets, calculators, blogs, just to name three of those resources. That web address again is compasscatholic.org. Today, we're discussing the importance of staying on top of your credit report John, tell us about the protection for us under the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. More easily said, as CARES Act, your credit card company or loan servicer has special requirements for reporting your payment record as they occurred during the crisis. If you have entered into an agreement uh, for assistance with a creditor, uh, maybe reduced payments uh, as an example, um, uh, you're going to be reported as current even though you haven't been making the regular payments. 
as long as you adhere to the agreement. And I think those are key words. As long as you were current when we went into the agreement. That's right. That's right. Because if you were late when you created the agreement with the creditor and you're not making payments, they're going to continue to mark you as late because you were late before you started. But if you were current when you started, they will continue to mark you current through the time of the forbearance. And when that was set up, um, you know, they passed that law on the 31st of January. And the law reads that 120 days after March 27th or June 25th, which is coming up shortly, a couple weeks, or 120 days following the end of a national emergency, whichever is later. Trust your government to make sure it's clear as potatoes. <laughs> clear as potatoes. <laughs> it mashed. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's June now. you got to figure out where we are and, and, and uh, when this is going to end and, and what, you know, what your obligation is under the agreement that you created with the creditor. You know, this just reminds me of everything we keep teaching people, which is pay attention to your financial situation. Understand what you're into, understand the pros and cons, the requirements, the benefits. You just need to know what's going on. You just don't enter into anything blindly. It gets down to tracking every penny. <laughs> there you go. But it also goes into staying in touch with your lender. Yes, Because absolutely. let's say this started back well, a couple of months ago in March, so you did not make your mortgage payment for March, April, May. June is kind of iffy. You better make sure that June is okay with your lender. Well, I would imagine if you hadn't, making your pay, hadn't made your payment in April, May, and June or March, April, and May, the lender would already be considering you late if you yeah, hadn't talked to them I mean, by if now. If he signed off on it, he said, no, that's fine. Make yeah. sure that you understood in that conversation you have three months, four months to be okay yeah. before they're now going to start saying you're late. Late, exactly. Yeah. So what other things can we do to improve our credit score? Well, one of the things that uh, the credit card companies use or the credit bureaus use to determine your credit score is your credit utilization. That's a $4 word for saying, how much do you have racked up on your credit card and how often do you get that paid off? And how does that compare to your credit limit? And what, yeah, how it compares to your credit limit. So if you have a credit card, it may have a top end on it of, I don't know, let's just say to make it the numbers easy, let's say $10,000. That's, that's a pretty hefty amount. It makes the numbers really easy. They don't like you to be using more than 30%. If you use more than 30%, so on your credit card, if you've got $10,000, as a limit, if you use up to $3,000 but don't go over, they're still going to rate you fairly highly. But if you rack up to 5000 or 7000 or... or uh, 9999 Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then that's going to have a bad effect on your credit card if you go over that 30% utilization. If you can keep it at... 10 or 15 percent, that's even better. John, is that a normal rule of thumb, 30 percent? Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. But is that 
total credit. That I mean, I know you used uh, one card as an example, but that's total credit. So that that's would be total. all. Maybe that your... was ten cards, you know, and each cards. one had a thousand. Oh, on it. so it's not ten thousand per card. If your if your limit is let's say ten thousand and you have three cards, now then it's have... thirty thousand. Okay, but it's still ten percent of the thirty thousand, or 10? yes, okay. So yeah. it's percentage of Got the total, total credit available Got to it. you. Yeah. So okay. if if you had uh, three cards with ten thousand, that's thirty thousand. Thirty percent of of thirty thousand would be nine thousand dollars. So you would want to keep it under nine thousand. I just want to make it clear that John and Evelyn are not giving you the thumbs up to go out and spend up to your limit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Good call, Steve. Christmas did not come early. <laughs> but we do need to talk about Christmas, don't we? Yes, soon. It's coming up. So another way to stay on top of your credit and improve your score is if you have anything in collections, then they will be considered a bad mark against you. So if you yes. pay off those collection accounts, that's going to be a positive statement on your credit utilization and your bad mark for being late. So, Evelyn, can you tell us about the various items that the credit company or the credit bureaus use to help determine, you know, how how important is paying your your bill on time? And the we were just talking about 30% of utilization. How, what are the things that they look at? Well, the first thing is your payment history. So the first thing any lender wants to know is whether you've paid past accounts on time. And that's one of the most important factors in your score. And that's 35% of your score. The next largest chunk is how much you owe. That's back to the utilization we were talking about. So if you have a lot of credit and you're using a little bit, that's good. If you have a lot of credit and you're using almost all of it, that's bad. Uh, the next factor is length of credit history, which is 15%. So the longer you have credit history available, it's going to increase your score. So if you're running out and you're applying for three or four brand new credit cards, that's going to be a red flag to the credit bureaus because they are going to look at that and say, oh, you're getting ready to spend a whole bunch of money that you can't, that you don't have. Well, either that or let's say somebody that just graduated from college that really doesn't have a credit history. They yeah, don't but, have any credit cards or um, loans or mortgages or anything to base it on. Yep, but there's really no need to have more than one, maybe two at the max credit cards. You know, I see people at the store and they whip out their wallet that's just three inches thick and, and they've got, you know, a playing card deck thickness full of credit cards you know oh, that's, it's, that's you, you know, can play old maid with credit cards they're kind of hard to <laughs> shuffle but um there's no reason to have that much because if you have that many cards then uh, to me and i'm kind of black and white about this to me you're not handling your money very well you're using an awful lot of debt and you're going to get yourself if you're not already in trouble it's coming around the corner so does the retail credit card like these big department stores that is also included in your credit score how you absolutely so you miss a couple of there okay yep so yep. that's the next thing that counts as 10 percent is the types of credit in use whether it's a retail account an installment loan a finance company account a mortgage loan a car loan all those all that mix of different types of credit in use is the uh the next factor and the last one is new credit 
Yeah, which we talked about. Right. You're, you're running out and getting new credit. But on the um, types of, of credit, you know, you can have two or three, hopefully only one, credit card. You might have a car loan or two car loans. You might have a mortgage, okay? You might go to the furniture store, buy here and pay six years from now and, and get that kind of a loan. There's all these different kinds of loans that you have the potential to get. And every single one of those shows up on your credit report. They're tracking every single one. Even if you aren't, the credit bureaus are. And you got to know what's there and you got to be current. Well, and the other thing people don't often consider when they're talking about credit cards and credit reports and scores is that if you have co-signed for a loan, that shows up on your credit report. So, John, if you took out a loan and I co-signed for you, that loan shows up on your credit score and report and my credit score and report. And if I don't pay it. And if you don't pay it, it shows up as a black mark on my credit report. So yes, if you does. have someone you co-sign for, be very careful to monitor it so you make sure they're paying the bills but the Evelyn, way they're is, supposed is to. Does that hold true if the person who did the co-signing starts paying the monthly bills. Oh, if they're if the co if the person you mean like if I paid John's bills. Yes. No, that would be a a good mark for me, but okay. it'd probably be a bad mark still okay, for that, him. Okay, that was my next Maybe. question. Maybe. You know, the creditor. I, I would tell them to make it a bad mark on you. <laughs> the creditor's still getting paid, so you know they're happy, and and they're probably not going to report True, it bad they don't to care anybody. Where the money's coming from? Yeah, yeah, they're getting paid. And the agreement was that one of you was going to pay. One of us was going to pay. And but so I know who's paying. <laughs> <laughs> you freeloader. <laughs> I have a question for you. I have seen some ads on TV about Experian Boost. And they say, oh, oh we yes. can boost your credit score. Is that really true or not? True. 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 How do they do that? And why would I want somebody else to boost my score? Why can't I do it myself? Well, basically, you are doing it yourself. Okay. Uh, but you're getting, you know, you can't do it all by yourself. you got to get somebody to agree to help you with it. So uh, what it allows you to do is it gives you credit. And this is really good for, you mentioned earlier, um, new graduates, new college graduates. They don't have too much credit and that kind of stuff. It allows them to get credit for normal payments that don't show up typically. Uh, for example... Do you pay your telephone bill on time? Oh, that's uh, not do you really, pay your water bill on time? Because that's a monthly bill. That's not like a it's, credit. It's, it's yeah, not like a loan. It's But what, what happens is that they start um, taking those kinds of accounts, your, your monthly bills that come in every single month. It's not, a, it's not a debt until you don't pay it. So it's just a bill. They count those payments as a good mark for your credit. So you see on TV, these people say, oh, I raised my score eight points, or I raised my score 12 points. It's because they've been paying these loans, or excuse me, these uh, bills that come in on a regular basis, and so they're getting credit for that. But there's no way that somebody else can improve your score other than recalculating it like the way you talked about. Like nobody. Well, can... if you get rid of all the errors, if you go through like we talked about at the beginning and you make corrections, you know, some of those corrections, uh, um, for example, accounts that are open, you know, they're showing you've got an open account and you haven't paid it off, but you have paid it off. Well, that goes against your utilization. And so you get that corrected, then that'll benefit your score. 
So the big takeaway from today's show is to monitor closely your credit report and your credit score. You have three free opportunities to see your credit report during the course of the year. So take advantage of that. Look them over. And if there's any errors at all, report them ASAP. You can listen to today's show or share with a friend or do both. Simply go to compasscatholic.org, scroll down on the homepage and click on podcast. Evelyn has also written a blog on this topic called Staying on Top of Your Credit Report. And in the blog, she does list the three credit reporting agencies. And so you can mark it in your calendar every four months. Take a look at one of those agencies. And before we get out of here, we had a couple of emails come in this week. And let's see if we can get to a few. All right, John and Evelyn, here's the first one. I am 69 years old and single. I have no debt and 75000 in the bank. Is it wise to prepay for funeral arrangements? Well, at 69 years old, you're still relatively young. So the answer kind of depends on what your monthly income is. If your living expenses are covered by Social Security and pension and and uh, maybe you've got a little bit extra uh, that you could uh, put aside, then you may want to pre-plan your funeral and prepay it. It would be such a great blessing to your family. But if you need the money uh, for living expenses, then I think that you probably want to keep that money as a cushion and uh, not prepay the funeral expense. Question number two, with this tough economy, have you made any changes to the Compass Money Map as far as saving or getting out of debt more quickly or anything like that? You know, even in a tough economy, the Money Map is still a good course to follow. You may make slower progress, but it's still the right thing to do in the right order. So nothing really changed. It just uh, may be slower progress unless you go out and try to create a surplus in the monthly budget, like working a part-time job or selling some of the stuff you don't use, or being really, really careful with your spending so that you can become as financially healthy as possible. Like Evelyn said, with the uh, economy the way it is right now, you may have trouble speeding things up. That would be my suggestion is to speed things up as much as possible to get through each of those destinations quickly. And if you have a financial challenge going on in your life and you'd like some advice from John and Evelyn, they would love to help. Send your questions to askask at compasscatholic.org. And don't forget about our brand new YouTube channel, Compass Catholic. Simply go to youtube.com, search for Compass Catholic. You can subscribe. On it, you will find a weekly brand new short series video with some great information about handling your finances God's way. For John and Evelyn Bean, thanks so much for downloading this podcast. We have a brand new podcast for you each and every Wednesday morning. Simply go to compasscatholic.org. Click on podcast. This is Manage Your Money God's Way. We're from Compass Catholic Ministries. Thank you.